Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. May God's peace be upon us all. Uh, we welcome you to our program this evening. Uh, this is your host, uh, John Nasheed, on Blog Talk Radio. We're broadcasting from the city of Nourishell, New York, uh, every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, we welcome you to focus on issues of concern, a new mind development project, building strong community through open dialogue. Our talk topic for this evening, this Thursday, December 2nd, 2010, is an introduction. Actually, this is my first program on Blog Talk Radio, and I want to take a little time to introduce myself. We have a half-hour program at this time, and hopefully in the future we'll develop uh, to have uh, a longer time to communicate, have calls and things of that nature. And uh, this is a focus, focusing on issues. Actually, the focus is to try to make things clear, because we're living in a world that things are complicated, the media gives us false information and things of that nature. So we want to do our best to try to bring clarity to the mind. So when we read newspapers and uh, articles and television and things of that nature, we have a clear perception about what's taking place, and we're living in a world of reality opposed to a world of falsehood. Uh, I've been involved in radio. Uh, First of all, as I mentioned, my name is John Nasheed. I'm a Muslim uh, uh, imam chaplain at the Westchester County Department of Correction here in the New York area, and uh, I've been working at that area and that responsibility for 20-some-odd years. I was an imam of Master Yusuf Shah in Mount Vernon, New York, for uh, since his inception, which was in 1970, and a number of years. And uh, my focus is a broad, general focus. And uh, it's not a religious, we're not coming from a religious point of view solely, but we desire to have a focus on issues that concern human beings, uh, a focus on it, on issues of human concern. And quite naturally, when we mention that, myself being an African-American, and quite naturally African-American comes into the picture because African-Americans have many issues that we should concern ourselves with. And uh, we can correct the, the issues and the problems of African American community, and quite naturally, we won't have too many more prob- too many more problems that we have to deal with as the uh, general population in America and throughout the world. And uh, these are the kinds of things that we would like to address over the upcoming weeks and months and years. And uh, I hope to make this a, a very successful program. In the future, this program is really designed today in this brief half hour that we're going to share with you today uh, to introduce myself uh, to the Blog Talk family. And uh, I'm presently a, a live radio host in Nourishell, New York, that's WVOX 1460 AM radio. I've been on WVOX for the past seven years, I believe. Uh, we come on at Saturday morning from 10 to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. 
those of you who are online and would like to, you know, come in, tune in, and call in and give your views and comment, it's WBOX.com. And uh, my name or either the program or focus on issues of concern will show up, and you can tune in. And our call-in number there is 914-AREA-6360. One one zero, and that's Saturday morning. That's in uh, live radio broadcast from WBOX Studio. And we'd be more than glad to have you. Uh, we talk about in, in the program that we have on Saturday morning many, many, many different issues, concerns that we have. We concern ourselves with the forward progress of our human family, and uh, you know, I've experienced in my experience over the years that. Many people, they listen, uh, they have conversations behind the scene, but we really don't do too much to address the people who are in leadership as far as what our concerns are, what our feelings are, how we view things, laws are being passed, and decisions are being made without the voice of the people. We live in the United States of America, and according to the Constitution, if it's still holding up, and I believe it is, is that it's a country, this country is a, is established by the people or the people. So quite nasty, if we don't have a voice in the society that we live in, then quite nasty, we're going to have all kinds of serious problems that we are attempting to address right now. So focus, focus is very important. You know, sometimes we're cloudy on issues, you know, political issues, uh, business, uh, the economy and things of that nature. You know, we're not very clear on things because we don't have a base knowledge of how maybe government should work, how business should work, or how the economy works, etc. And, uh, you know, our, uh, the opportunity that we have here, we just want to bring some clarity, try to bring clarity, you know, over the weeks and also open the lines for input. You know, our guest number here on Blog Talk Radio is uh three one zero seven four two one eight four two. You know, I'm just trying to work out the kinks and try to get in. We have a, a switchboard here and I have to familiarize myself with these things, these new gadgets and uh our program on WVOX we have uh an engineer, he takes care of all of these things and you know, so we have to get used to this, and over a period of time, we will eventually work out the kinks and be able to establish ourselves in a pretty good position so we can get a lot of information out and also get a lot of input. Also, I'd like to give you my email. My email is uh, J-O-H-N-N-A-S-H-I-D, John Nasheed at ymail.com. And also my website is nm-dp.com. Or you can go to New Mind Development Project and you'll come in contact with my homepage and you can do that. Send me an email or whatever the case. Have Facebook, Facebook slash John Nasheed. Stay in contact with me. And uh, we'll be working over a period of time to, you know, bring us information.
information, valuable information, as I mentioned. And uh, some of the things that we had addressed in the past, uh, we have some very, very uh, powerful people in this area as far as poetry and music and cultural things of that nature. And we also have a cable radio, uh, excuse me, a cable television program in the city of Mount Vernon that we, uh, a half hour, one half hour, I don't have the information right before you, but next week I'll provide you with that information for the cable program. And we have a lot of African-American people who are writing books, publishing books, self-publishers, and, uh, you know, it really makes you feel very proud to see African-Americans uh, publishing and writing books in this time that we're living in now, the year 2010. I remember there was a time when they said if you had anything of value, just hide it in a book, and uh, meaning that African-Americans didn't read books. But I had made a comment some time ago. I said, if you have anything of value, don't put it in a book today, because you most certainly will lose it. And uh, these are the kinds of, of, of positive things that's happening in our community. But we also have to address the negative things that's happening in our community. If we don't have the knowledge of the negative, then how can we utilize our talents and our skills and our resources to try to address these pro problems that we have in our community, you know, cultural things of that nature, political politicians, you know, we had an opportunity to address mayors and some of the uh, representatives in the area and the judge, and, uh, you know, these things are very important because we want to know how people who represent us, we want to know how they think. You know, we shouldn't be blind, uh, blind voters, go to, the, go to the polls and just pull the lever or whatever they're developing now as far as voting goes, we shouldn't be blind. We should be very, very open-minded and know who the candidates are that we vote for. You know, another thing in the African-American community is as far as Democrats, the Democratic Party is concerned, Democrats, uh, the Democrats, they spend very little money campaigning in the African-American community because... African Americans have already been programmed to vote Democratic. So they spend their money in the tough areas, you know, that they have to fight for votes. But when we start splitting our vote, maybe some of us see the Republican Party in a, another light, or maybe an independent, or maybe a Democrat. Uh, we should split our votes and, and uh, have more leverage in these different parties if that be our purpose, actually. I don't have a party. I vote if it's the candidate that I like. I vote if not. I don't vote for them. That's cut and dry. So we have to be very open-minded, and also we have to be able to utilize our pen and write and address things that we see that's not correct. If we feel it's not correct, we as American citizens we have that right to address those kinds of concerns. You know, and another thing that we had on our program, <laughs> WVOX program, and Saturday morning was we <clears throat> had a brother from Atlanta, Georgia. He's developing farmland. You know, at one time we mentioned that the African-American people don't read, don't write, have no interest in the, 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 the higher knowledge. And uh, now we're not only doing those things, but we're also developing for ourselves farmland, raising cattle and slaughtering them according to the law of Islam. 
halal, which is permissible, animals permissible to eat. Not only uh, are the animals permissible to eat, but the animals are being fed the, the best types of food, organic food, no chemicals, no raising them on chemicals, things of that nature, peaceful environment, slaughtering the animals and giving our body the nutrition that God intended for us to have. All of these kinds of things we need to address because when we live in a world of falsehood, a world of unreality, when we've been manipulated by pundits that come on the radio and give us perceptions, where we don't have the free mind to analyze things and come to a true uh, understanding of what God really wants for us, and quite naturally we have a very serious problem. And uh, focusing, focus is very very important. Actually, there's a saying that says, uh, uh, speaking about the rose, uh, smelling the rose. You know, personally, I remember years ago when we were young people, you know, we were sensitive to those things. We saw a rose or a flower, we'd pluck it up and we'd smell it and we'd see the, the beautiful scent that these flowers have, the gifts that God gave us. Now we're too busy. We don't even smell the rose. We actually, we don't even realize that the rose is there. And when we get away from nature, quite naturally, we're getting away from reality. And this is the intended purpose, I believe, in many cases. Quite naturally, we have people who are sincere. They have sincere desire to see human beings living in their natural element. And we have other folks that don't desire because when you can control the people, then that means not only do you control them, that means you also control their resources. And the more raw resources you control, the more wealth and the more power that you're able to attain. And this is because of lack of knowledge and also <clears throat> the lack of focus. And focus means to make an image clear. And clear is the reality. And the only thing, the reason we say this is because God is our creator. He created us for the purpose of acquiring knowledge, but not false knowledge. The excellent knowledge that he put all around us in his creation. In our book, our holy book, the Holy Quran, it mentions the first uh, revelation from God in the Holy Quran. It mentions Ikra, or read, to read. Read in the name of thy Lord who created. And what did he create? Everything natural God created. And man comes along and creates from God's creation. But God said that he is the best of creators because it's the original creation. And if we can look into God's original creation, then quite naturally our focus and our vision, the image is going to be very, very clear. And we don't need pundits, pundits, and we don't need these people to come on and give us or ministers and even imams or whoever the case might be to give us their interpretation of what we, what they feel we should be thinking. God gives us a mind, he gives us a heart, and he gives us a spirit to look into his creation and have the right focus for clarity. And this is important. And... You know, next week I'm going to speak a little. We only have a half hour, and uh, once we work these kinks out, and hopefully we can upgrade and have an hour, maybe two hours, where we can really get into some 
very serious uh, material. <laughs> because many programs that I listen to, they they don't like to, to to go into the deep water, so to speak. They like to become popular among their listening audience. They don't want to say anything to a thin listening audience. They want to keep their listening audience. And that's good. And I understand that. But I'm also a firm believer that if we don't address the serious concerns, focus on the serious issues of concern amongst the human family, and quite naturally we're going to continue to have the same problems over and over and over. Knowledge, truth, is what sets the person's mind free. The more knowledge we have, the more mobility we have, the more freedom that we have. And actually, in any religion, the Christian, Jew, Buddhist, Hindu, whatever the religion is, Islam, it says that the individual who, who deals in truth, the, the truth will set you free. So how do you, what is the truth? Who has the truth? The only truth that, that's available to us today and always is the truth of God, the reality. And God says, read in the name of of thy Lord who created. And once an individual reads, then that individual also has to become a teacher. He acquires knowledge through reading, and then he has a responsibility to teach the people who don't have the knowledge. Not teach them to be his servants or, or Lord over the people, but teach the people to be free. And a good teacher, the best teacher, is a teacher, when he teaches a person, he teaches that person to acquire knowledge and information that would make his student greater than him. That's the, the great teachers uh, of past, and uh, this is what we strive for. Subjects that the mainstream don't like to discuss. You know, there's a lot of topics, especially around political times, that the uh, politicians, they don't like to discuss certain things. They've even gotten to the point where religious people, they back away from issues, controversial political issues. But if you're a religious person, there's no such thing. <laughs> you know, when the door is open for conversation, there's only two ways that you can go, either truth or falsehood. You know, there's no private, hidden agenda for a religious person because that person only answers to God. And when you're free to speak for God and God alone, quite naturally, you're going to be very, very successful in your life, in this life and also in the life after. We are living a lie. In the environment that we live in today, we are living a lie. And actually, if we just sit back and really observe it and question ourselves and question our body, question creation, and also question our reality, our creation, and see how our creation fits into the reality that we live. You know, when you look in society today, you see corruption. You pick up newspapers in any town or city in these United States of America, the first page is filled with corruption. Corruption in government, uh, government, uh, drugs and alcohol, things of that nature. Now, is God created government or leadership over man to be corrupt? Of course not. We can go back in the Bible and we can 
can see where Jesus, uh, through the money lenders, uh, people who were supposed to be given charity, religious people were supposed to be given charity, but they decided that they were going to take the money for interest. And that had that problem hasn't been solved. These kinds of things need to be addressed on radio. We spend too much time talking foolish things, of foolish things, of foolish nature on radio and entertainment. But these are things that corrupt society. You know, so now we see interest rates of 20 and 30% on credit cards. And the people, we're living in a recession where the bankers are getting wealthy and the general public is getting poor. Actually, they say we don't even have a middle class anymore. We have the rich and the poor. Drugs and alcohol. Drugs, if drugs, if we were able to satisfy or solve the problem of drugs, we wouldn't have a prison population. Actually, I said I work in a prison, and in prison, majority of the inmates, their crimes are associated with drugs or alcohol. And now we see privatized prisons where the corporations are coming in, the government, and taking over the prisons. And if they don't have inmates, then quite naturally they don't have a bottom line, meaning that they don't make a profit. So now people are spending long sentences in prisons because the prison is necessary for business to be filled up. And inmates are not even serving, in some cases, not even serving their prison sentences where their family could visit them, they're serving them out of the state that they live in. So we see that there's lies and corruption going on in the world, and for the simple reason that we have lost our ability, our natural ability, our God-given ability to focus, and God knows best. Murder is at an all-time high in the society. I was looking at a paper here in New York, <clears throat> New York paper, a popular paper here in uh, New York City, uh, the Daily News. <clears throat> I heard an article as a mother, and she was crying out, talking about statistics. And she said this statistics doesn't have anything to do with the murder of her child. Her interest is her child. And I mean, statistics have been up and down, and sometimes they pad the statistics to make it look good. But now it's just out of control. They can't pad it anymore. And uh, ironically, the, the, the murder rate is, is, is taking place. It's among young African-American men from like 16 to 40, two categories. It's 16 to 20-some-odd and then 20-some-odd to 40 years old. That's the bulk of the murders that's taking place, not only in New York, but all over America, black-on-black. And this is what I want to address next week, guns and drugs and murder and the inner city amongst African-American men, uh, black-on-black crimes, and how did these things come about? You know, we need to know things and put them in perspective. We have to know the history. We just can't label and say that African-American men are inherently evil, inherently uh, corrupted. No, we have to understand that African-American men, along with women, came into an experience in America where we were robbed of the very life, the very culture, everything that we possess, the language, our name, and all the rest of these things. 
and taking opportunities for success in in a in, in a capitalist society, the most wealthy society that ever existed on earth, and you can go in any African American community that they call the hood, where the majority of our young men are unemployed, standing on a corner trying to sell drugs, drugs that were bought into the country by other hands, people who in politics and people in business and things of that nature who don't want their hands dirty. They want to put their poison in the hands of people who have they denied opportunities and caused these people to go astray. And also black-on-black crimes where slavery, during a period of slavery where young African-American men uh, were taught self-hate. And this was to create uh, 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 a pool of slaves that exist for as long as you possibly can, one hating the other, one vying for the other's job, one vying for the other one's woman, uh, one uh, trying to be bigger than the other. And that black-on-black hate, along with illiteracy, not having knowledge and information, etc., is going on right to today. Very serious problem in the city of New York and schools all over America where African-American men and people of color, poor people go, where the literacy, literacy rate is so low. Reading, knowledge, acquiring mathematics and things of that nature on grade school levels for 16, 17, and 18-year-olds. Many of them don't even bother to go to school anymore. They spend their education or acquire their education in prisons. It's very serious. So don't look at this. It's not all about happy, happy. It's not all about hip-hop and dancing all night. It's not all about buying three, four, and five hundred dollars shoes and heels and fur coats and things of that nature. It's about acquiring knowledge to deal with these problems that we are confronted with today, and they're not going to get any better. The only time they're going to get better is when the people rise up and begin to focus on these issues and look for solutions to the problems. And we're calling for mankind, the human family, to come together. And when the problem gets so far out of hand, then quite naturally we have to...